0: A table of fables. nation to the ocean all the nations all our notions it makes a story a million stories. See the stories. Hello, boys and girls, moms and dads. Welcome to the Table of Fables. I'm James Funny Hat. Today, my hat is not actually funny except for the spinach on top of it, if you think that's funny. But if you do think that's funny, then just don't look at the spinach. Look at the hat. Well, this episode is supported by Yan in Toronto. Thank you very much, Yan. Your donation keeps the story bell ringing every week. If you would like to support the show, you can do so by following it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also tell your friends about the show, and you can also donate to the show, and you can find out how at my website, which is jamesfunnyhat.com. There is a question today, and it is from William in Vancouver. He says, Hi, James Funnyhat. I was wondering if it is true that people can slip on banana peels. Can that really happen, or does it only happen in cartoons? Are people allowed to sit on banana peels while they listen to A Table of Fables? Well, thank you for your question, William. I think that a just in cartoons that people slip on banana peels, but let's try. Let's do some science. Science is when you want to see something very specific in how it works, and you test it with an experiment. So what I'll do is I'll get a banana peel, and I'll put it on the floor... And after that, I'll make a hypothesis. That's where I'll tell you what I think will happen. And then I'll step on the banana peel and I'll see if I fall. Are you ready? First, I'll go get a banana peel. Okay, William. I have now a banana peel and i'm going to put it on the floor and i am going to step on the banana peel okay william i stepped on it and i didn't fall now i'll just go a little bit faster nope william i don't think people can slip on banana peels i'll just try it really fast now i'll just move this chair out of the way like that and i'll take a run and I don't think I'm going to slip. Here we go. Ah. Okay, Ah. I actually did slip a little bit, William. Uh, Let me move this chair back. I did slip, William. Yes, it's true that you can slip on banana peels. So I think, William, you are absolutely right. There should be a rule about not sitting on or walking on banana peels while you're listening to a table of fables. Let's make this rule about the banana peel official. But before we do that, let's go over the rules just in case some of you may have forgotten. Rule number one, you have to sit quietly on a seat or on the floor and not talk when you listen to a table of fables. Rule number two, you may not sit on the table when you're listening to the table of fables. Rule number three, you may not sit in the trunk of a car when it is moving while you're listening to the table of fables. Rule number five, no sitting on the wall. Rule number six, no sitting on the ceiling. Rule number seven, no sitting in the fridge. Okay, I don't think we have time to go over all of them but we'll skip right to the new rule, which is rule number 14. No listening to a table of fables while walking on banana peels or while sitting on banana peels. Thank you very much, William in Vancouver, for your question and for helping to make rules that will make a table of fables safe for everyone. Now, there's another email, and I really hope it's not from Avery because there's this girl named Avery and the last five weeks she's asked me what color the story bell is every single time I tell her it's green and then she asks me the next week I really hope it's not okay let's see Uh uh-oh it's a question from Avery in Yellowknife Northwest Territories and she says dear James funny hat What color is the story bell? Avery, stop asking me this question. I told you a thousand times the story bell is red and you do not need to ask again. Okay, look, can you see? No, I guess you can't see. You can only hear it. It's purple. I've told you a thousand billion times the story bell is purple. Okay, I'm going to make another new rule, Avery. Rule number 15. No asking James Funny Hat what color the story bell is, because he has told you 10,000 times that the story bell is turquoise, so no one ever needs to ask. We're going to have a story very soon, and, as I usually do, I'm going to say a few things about what the story will be about. And if you've been listening to any of these podcasts, you will know that I want you, the person listening to this show, to grow up to be the best person you possibly can be. I don't know exactly what that will look like, and I don't know even if I'll ever meet you. But what I know for sure is I want the world of the future to be even better than the one we live in now. I don't want it to be worse. And how is that going to happen? We have to do it ourselves. We can't wait for superheroes to do it. We are the superheroes. And there are probably so many ways, maybe even 7 billion ways to make the world better. And you can know for yourself if you have made the world better today where you are. But you can't look around at other people and decide if they have or not. Because people have very different lives and sometimes people have such hard lives that even just to smile is really hard for them. And so just to smile for them will have made the world better. So even just that little thing that they did, just to make a smile so they weren't miserable and making everyone else miserable was a good thing. Here are some small ways that you can make the world better. Have you ever seen someone in your class who was maybe looking sad and who looked down at the floor all the time and was always alone and didn't have anyone to play with, well, you can go and talk to them. That will make them feel better. And after that, you'll probably feel better too. In fact, I guarantee you will feel better if you talk to them. Or here's something else. Have you ever had it happen that your parents asked you to help clean up the house or maybe help clean up your room... And you didn't feel like it, so you didn't. Well, that probably happens all the time, every day in lots of houses. No one ever feels like it. But if you just lift yourself up and help clean up, your house will feel a little bit more ordered, and you will feel a little bit better, and your parents won't have to nag you, and they'll be feeling better, and they'll be more proud of you, and you'll feel good about yourself, and when you're done, you'll enjoy being in your room even more. Try it. So the story today is going to be about that, but it's also going to be about someone who wants to be a little bit different to how he is, and he has a very unusual idea about how to change. Unusual for adults anyways, because what he decides to do is pretend. And that won't sound unusual to you, because if you're a kid, you pretend probably the time kids are experts at pretending kids are born pretending and it's a kind of superpower that kids have that let them learn anything super fast so the story is going to be about pretending and how pretending is not only lots of fun but it's also very useful and how you should definitely get your mom and dad to pretend with you so soon You will hear the sound of a bell, and that bell is the story bell, and that will mean that the story has begun. The second bell will mean that the story is over. When you hear the bell, put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down, and then the story will begin. So let's take a deep breath, and breathe out, and all the way in, and all the way out, And don't forget to remove any banana peels from nearby where you are sitting. Here comes the bell. Once, there was a man who everybody called Mr. Misery. The reason was that he never smiled. Even though he was young and handsome, His frown made his face look old and ugly as a wrinkled-up ball of stinky socks. If his face had a sound, it would sound grumpy and agitated, like this. No, it was more sad than that. It was more like this. No, it was like both of those, all tangled and twisted in a knot, like this. Mr. Misery would go to work every day, wait at the bus stop, and glare around the street. He would see some grumpy-looking people and say to himself, What's their problem? Why is everybody grumpy around here? Grubba, 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 grubba. Then he would count all the grumpy people. There's one. And another. And a third one. One day, though, a girl walked by who was beautiful, warm, and kind. She walked by the bus and she smiled at Mr. Misery as she did to almost everyone. The instant she smiled at him and their eyes met, something passed between their eyes, and Mr. Misery's frozen heart melted. Just a little bit. Just enough for him to think to himself that he would like to see more smiles like that in his life. But she'll never smile at me again. I'm too grumpy, and the grumpy guys never get the nice girls. It's always the pleasant guys who get to meet the nice girls, and it's not fair. Gubba gubba gubba-gubba gubba gubba. gubba gubba Mr. Misery thought about that girl all day. He couldn't stop thinking about her, and every time he did, his heart thawed out a little bit more. Then... He had an idea. He would pretend he was happy. He would pretend that he was happy, pleasant, and nice. If the girl didn't know he was actually a grump, she might smile at him again or maybe even talk to him. He sat all night in front of the mirror practicing his smile. At first, he could only smile for five seconds. Smile, smile, smile. After a few weeks of practicing, he could go for a whole hour. Fifty-nine minutes of smiling, 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 and... After two weeks of practicing, he was finally ready. He put on his shoes, coat, hat, his pretend smile, and headed to the bus stop. A strange thing happened, though. Nobody recognized him. Even people who saw him every day thought this smiling person was someone they had never seen before. He was just about to count the miserable people when he noticed that there wasn't any. In fact, he never saw so many happy people before for some reason. When he got to work, people treated him totally differently than before. They asked him to go for lunch. They asked him about his weekend, and they invited him to go to the park. At the end of the day, he got home, took off his coat, shoes, and hat, and then he took off his smile. It's not fair. They always treat the happy people better. Where did all these happy people come from anyways? When he was finished moaning and groaning, he had to admit that it was the easiest and most pleasant day he ever had. He made up his mind that even though he didn't like smiling and pretending to be happy, he would do it anyway, because maybe that girl would smile at him again. So every day after that, he would do the same thing. He would put on a pretend smile, go outside, and then come home, take the smile off, and moan and groan all night. After a month, he was waiting at the bus one morning, when who do you think came by? That kind and pleasant girl. She smiled at him. Mr. Misery was so surprised and excited, he smiled back, and to his surprise, He wasn't even pretending. She said, good morning. He said, good morning back. They smiled. They talked. They rode the bus. And they liked it so much that they got together again. And again. And again. And again. And again. They discovered that they liked to be together so much that they would get married. So they could be so happy every day. But this was a problem for Mr. Misery. Because every night, he used to go home to grumble and groan and complain. Where would he do that now? In the closet, he decided. Every day, when no one's looking, I'll go in the closet to moan and groan. That's what he did every night, until one day, that kind and pleasant girl, who was now his wife, heard a horrible noise coming from the closet Honey, are you okay in there? She called out. Mr. Misery stopped in mid grumble, shocked. He realized that his wife had never, ever heard him moaning and groaning. She had never even seen him frown. She didn't even know that they called him Mr. Misery. In that instant, he wondered to himself, was he a miserable man who was pretending to be happy? Or was he a happy man who was pretending to be miserable? He realized in that moment that the choice was his. He thought for a moment and then decided. Mr. Misery opened the closet door and said, Everything's okay in here, dear. I was just pretending to be miserable, and I'm almost done. He closed the door, had a few more grumbles, and then came out for the last time ready to be what he had become, a happy man. You've made it to the end of the story, and you've made it to the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm James Funnyhat. You can learn more about the show and how to support it at jamesfunnyhat.com. You can also support the show by telling your friends and by following the show on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. So until next week, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time on A Table of Fables.